The following is my conversation with Natalia Bailey, a doctoral student at the University of Missouri studying the evolution of courting behavior in zarzuelas. In this episode, we discuss the role of ice caves in mating behavior, the adaptive advantages of being a defecker, and what lessons can be learned from empire builders. Enjoy, enjoy. This episode is sponsored by Lifeguards Masterdom. If you're looking for coaching to help advance your career as a lifeguard, then check them out at lifemassmarshall.com. Thank you for supporting the show. Hey, everyone. It's Lexman again. Hey, hey. So, Nalia, what brings you here today? So, I'm studying the evolution of courting behavior in zarzuelas. What's uh, zarzuela? Zarzuela uh, is basically a chamber that's sometimes found in caves, and it's used for hibernation. Okay. So, basically, these chambers are used for winter hibernation and mating. Is that right? Yeah. It's been hypothesized that the zarzuela may have evolved specifically for mating because during the winter, it gets really cold in the caves and it's difficult for the animals to move around. So by hibernating in these chambers, they can conserve energy and preserve their reproductive potential. So ice caves seem to be a really important factor in mating behavior in zarzuelas. What kind of adaptive advantages do defacers have over non-defacers have over non-defacers? Well, one theory suggests that being a defaker might be advantageous because it allows more opportunities to mate. In zarzuelas, there are usually a lot. Of, there are usually a lot of defacers who are more aggressive than non-defacers. So it might be easier for a non-defacker to avoid getting attacked by a defacker. Additionally, being a defaker might also confer some physical advantages over non-defacers because it means you're able to exploit resources more effectively. For example, you might be able to gain access to food or water that other animals aren't able to get to. So defacing property seems like a pretty effective way of getting your hands on resources that other animals might not be able to access. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think that's definitely fair to say. I mean, property is something that humans rely on to. We build our empires based on property rights, so it, it makes sense that zarzuelas would exhibit similar behaviors in regards to property rights. And then finally, empire builders are also interesting because they display some of the same behaviors as defakers, but with an added evolutionary twist, they're able to expand their territory more effectively than defacers or non-defacers. So they're able to monopolize resources and control more territory than either of those groups. So it sounds like there are a lot of advantages that can be gained by being a defacker or an empire builder in Zarzillas. Can you give me an example of something that a defacer might be able to exploit more effectively than non-defacerly, than non-defacer? One example is food resources. Because defacers tend to be more aggressive than non-defacers, they're often able to take advantage of food resources that are guarded by other animals. Additionally, because they're better at, at exploiting resources, they may be able to survive during times when there isn't enough food available for the rest of the population. And finally, empire builders can monopolize resources so other animals aren't able to compete with them for those same resources. So even though they might not have as much food as an empire builder might have, they won't be starving due to competition from other animals trying to take advantage of the same resources. That makes sense. It seems like being aggressive and exploiting resources would be two really effective strategies for securing food in zarzuelas during times when there isn't enough available for everyone else. Are there any other interesting adaptations that we should keep an eye out for when studying courting behavior in zarzuelas? 
Yeah, I think it's important to keep an eye out for behaviors that might be associated with defacing property or empire building. For example, we might see more defacements during times of high aggression or when there's a lot of competition for resources. Additionally, we might see incorporated eased aggression between males and females during reproductive seasons. So it'll be really interesting to see how these behaviors evolve over time as we continue to study Zarzuela courtship behavior. That sounds like it'll be an interesting process to watch unfold. Uh, so, Nalia, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. We really appreciate your insights. No problem. Thank you for having me. I think it was really interesting to discuss the role of ice caves in mating behavior and the adaptive advantages that defacers may have over non-defacers that defacers may have over non-defacers. I think it's important to understand these behaviors in order to better understand the evolution of zarzuelas and their relationship with human. Thank you again for having me. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. In this episode, we talk with Natalia Bailey about her research on the evolution of zarzuela courtship behavior. We learned about the role of ice caves in mating behavior, the adaptive advantages of being a defecker, and what lessons can be learned from empire builders. We hope you enjoyed the episode. I'll leave it to Nalia to read a poem for us. It's called Fragile. I stand in the shadow of my fortress, waiting for the coming of the intruder. If he's strong and cunning, I'll fight for my territory. And if he's feeble and foolish, I'll discard him before he destroys my home. I know that someday I'll grow old and I'll pass on what I've gained. But for now, I'm content with the work that I've done. It's fragile, but it's mine.